The thoughts, opinions, and general overall shade thrown on Hyatt 9 News are those of the individual speakers and not those of Hyatt 9 News, its audience, or its advertisers. The statements made do not constitute medical, legal, or financial advice. And for advice tailored to your specific situation, please consult with a licensed professional. Welcome to the Hyatt 9 News Hour, where you will hear from cannabis industry experts and professionals from around the country talk about important topics while shining light on global issues and discussing cannabis as it relates to politics, regulation and reform, data and technology, science, research and medicine, family and parenting, art, celebrities and entertainment, fitness, sports, mental health and wellness and plant-based medicines and entheogenics. Together, we are building a stronger community, fighting the stigma and creating change. With your hosts, Jason Beck and Rico Lamite, joined by special industry expert correspondents from around the country and daily antics brought to you by Cannabis. Coming to you live every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and high noon on the East Coast. And thank you all for getting high at nine with us. Oh, yeah. Good morning, everybody. That's right. It is Tuesday, November 28th, and today is World Television Day. It's also World Hello Day, so hello, world. It's also National hello. Gingerbread Cookie Day. Hello. And Rico, I, I think you this, guys. Yeah, Rico, this is going to be your favorite right here. It is National Red Mitten Day. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yes. And oh, it's why is it my favorite? It's because you, you don't you love red mittens. And it is also National Stuffing Day. That's right. So get stuffed with us in High at Nine News. And thank you for joining us and getting high at nine with us. It's also high noon on the East Coast. And please remember to like, share, and subscribe to us on all social media platforms. Use that little bar down there on on the screen to see where we live on the Internet. And we are live every Monday through Friday on YouTube. And we are also streaming now on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and rumble so welcome to everyone joining us from any of those audiences but we are going to hey we don't see you you don't see me we don't don't see you or the feed just just relax just relax it's coming up todd it's coming up it's (laughs) pretty relaxed you gotta you gotta relax sometimes yeah get in the car if you want to live exactly (laughs) yeah just give it a second adam's got there it is there it's there for you Todd. there you go there you go. Todd, Todd's at peace now. Everybody in the world can relax. <laughs> yes. I just wanted to make sure everybody could see. Everyone, if I ev- couldn't see. I figured no one could see. Todd, we're going to have to get you some special high at nine newsroom glasses. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, we're going to get you that, that 2020 vision or maybe that nice. 2024 vision. 2020. Yeah. Oh. Well, that 420 vision. Yeah, the 420 vision. Yes. Yeah. 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 We're going to talk about 420 that. vision today, actually, Todd. Oh, that's more like vision <laughs> nice. impairment. But nonetheless, it is the dope dad himself. He is the Quasimodo take care, caretaker. And he looks like he's been eating too many edibles already today. That's right. It is the dope dad himself, Mr. Rico Lameet. And the crowd goes wild. Oh, yes. They are wild. Yes. Yes, indeed. They are so wild. And uh, you know, guys, it's Tuesday the 28th, and there's two full days left in the month of November. You know what that means for Kathy Hochul and the New York cannabis industry? It's photo op season. Just in time for the landmark year 
and announcements and press conferences riddled with card applicants in the background eager to get their promised piece of the pie. Once again, she has delivered, because according to the New York Times, the New York State Cannabis Board voted Monday to approve a settlement resolution to two lawsuits ending a three-month-long freeze in adult-use dispensary openings statewide. The agreement set to salvage New York's interim licensing program, promising first licensure to persons formally convicted of cannabis-related offenses and or directly affected by the war on drugs. New York's CCB voted unanimously in favor of the settlement during a brief emergency meeting where the parties that sued were expected to submit the agreement to the state Supreme Court within a day, and the judge overseeing the lawsuits is expected to approve it. Following the vote, Governor Kathy Hochul said that, uh, that in a statement that um, the settlement will allow us to re uh, move forward this worthy goal, expanding the number of legal cannabis retailers as we continue our significant efforts to shut down illegal storefronts. She's so hardcore. A state judge initially froze the program in August after four service disabled veterans uh, sued the state using an argument pulled from a prior lawsuit filed by a coalition of opponents that included four of the state's medical cannabis companies, claiming that they were illegally excluded from the application process. The settlement would end both lawsuits and limit avenues for future lawsuits against the program. Per the article, 436 license holders are caught up in litigation and they would be able to open shops and begin making deliveries, including 23 dispensaries that were ready to, uh, to open before the stoppage. Regulators would also be able to issue additional licenses. Uh, local operators are optimistic about the opening of more dispensaries and see it as a key to relieving a bottleneck that's left a 600,000-pound stockpile of cannabis sitting in storage facilities unsold. Despite Holchel and Company's projected uh, 150 dispensaries to be opened by the end of 2023, just 27 shops and delivery services are currently open across the state. 123 opening to, uh, between today and December 31st seems very realistic. And even if they do fall short, you best believe there will be a camera crews on hand to get the good governor's spin on camera. Uh, maybe she'll buy a grinder this time. I don't know. Jason, what do you think? Yeah, uh, right. But uh, seriously, uh, big shout out to all the retailers that have been on pause for the last uh, few months. And good luck uh, with the rest of the process. And hopefully 2024 bring, uh, ends up going a lot more in your favor and smoother than this year's has for you. We are all rooting for New York's success. I'm Rico Lamit, dopest dad on the street. Love to hear from you guys on this one. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Rico. You know that she is not going to buy anything. She's not. She's going to just come in there. Hey, guys, isn't it so great that we're all open? Yada, yada, yada. And just prance on in and then prance on out. It's going to be even better. She just started. Uh, she just lit up a square. Start smoking cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, th I think it would be better if she like busted like some freestyle rap about how great the New York market is. Why would that be better than her just lighting up an actual joint? She's not going to do that. Kill people. She's not going to do like, that. Literally. She's not. Kill she's them. not going to. She's not going to light up a joint. There's actually yeah. zero chance of that. Cigarettes zero. don't kill people. People kill people. Come oh, on. No, that America. part. That part. That part too. Um, you know, R Rico, this th this this whole thing. Um, I feel like you know what New York needs to do. They need to get with our buddy Matt Shotwell and help to help get rid of all this weed. You know why? Because all this weed is so old that they could actually sell it in the mid Zotics line and create a whole hype in New York. 
and get it, get it, get it, get it moved. Yeah, mid-zotics because it's it's aged so long they can call it exotic. How old is it? It's it's over a year old, Todd. Over over a year old. Vintage. It's over a year old and it hasn't even been stored in proper containers. It's been stored in stored in crates with open air, contaminated with mold, yeast, and aspergillus Mm -hmm. and. Yeah. That's what we call seasoning. I, I, I think I think they need some of those main testing labs out in New York to help them out with all this aspergillus. Put, put some old. Put Wait some a second. Old They're not testing in Maine. It's voluntary. See what I'm saying, Todd? I thought I thought Maine uh, regulators are now going into the shops and doing uh, doing randomized. They, 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 they are. They they are. We actually did a whole story on that last week about that. Simone. Man, I, I, man. See, I'm you got to tune in for the yeah, news, right. guys. Got to tune, tune in. in. Don't don't no, miss the day. random things that they're, they're um, uh, almost 50 percent is failing for either pesticides or microbiology or heavy yep. metals. And th- this is all this is all product on the medical side in 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 Maine. In Maine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because medical and, and recreational cannabis have all so many different plants. And well, different they're, they're, no, no, no. The, but the adult <laughs> use the adult use rules are differently. So all the adult use products have to be tested. The medical products don't have to be just so stupid. What? Yeah, that doesn't even make any sense. It makes total Colorado sense to me. Was like that too when they first started. It makes it total makes sense no to me. Sense. Makes yeah. perfect no, sense. People, no, it doesn't. It Medical does. Patients have the right it's, to have access to clean medicine. You no, can't be giving sense a, because was it was it wasn't no one complaining about clean medicine before testing. People were just Listen. complaining about having access to medicine. Yeah, no, that's... it was safe medicine. Was the was the complaint having access to safe medicine? Safe, no, no, no. Safe access was the complaint. Safe access was the complaint. Yeah, safe exactly. access. No, safe before access. safe access is not safe medicine. It's just safe access. Before testing, it just means you're not going to get real, robbed when you buy a bag of weed. Weed available, right? Yeah. What do you have? What do you got? You got some good shit. I mean, that's how it was. Exactly. But uh, just, you know, just sound a little cynical here. This makes perfect sense because the laws that our our lawmakers make in this country are fucking insane and this is exactly to the point of that so you, yeah if you put it that way it does make total sense it makes complete exactly. sense yeah bureaucrat I, um i i'm i'm you, adjusting you know what maybe this pause that they went through gave them time to catch up a little bit more on the regulatory end and actually get some of that infrastructure put in place what do you think jason i don't know but i i, I like i like what justin has to say in the chat he's like i think they should market it as cbn enhanced since this weed is so old. It's all gotta be extracts. All gotta be extracts. Man, that's some that's some high CBN yeah. distillate right there, well, huh, know, Todd? You know what? I mean, the, 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 the weed's been get rid of all the bugs. Yeah, the weed's been sitting around so long, maybe it uh, actually does qualify as CBD now, you know? No, CBN, CBN, CBN. Not CBD, CBN. That's the stuff that makes you go to sleep. Yeah, I'm saying like maybe it, it actually qualifies as hemp now, though. That's the stuff you took this morning, that CBN shit. Well, considering all cannabis is now considered hemp, you know, that's uh, that's possible. Not according you know. to the USDA, if you watched yesterday, Simon. Uh, I, I didn't watch yesterday. Why don't you, uh, why don't you give us a little recap of yeah. that? Yeah, no, the USDA is, uh, is, is telling uh, hemp growers either you're going to grow cannabis or you're going to grow hemp. You can't do the same. Yeah, but the farming bill has expired. It expired in September. Yeah, but the f- so- the farming bill has been carried over until they pass a new one. Oh, okay. So by January, they plan on passing a new one. Uh, we'll see no, no, I think I, no, no. I think I think it got extended. Uh, I think it got extended uh, far far longer. I think maybe to like September or October of next year. If I, but don't quote me on that. I would have to look that up. <laughs> 
Well, is our fact checker. Mm-hmm. You know, Jason, uh, facts mean nothing to Jason. I just care about truth. <laughs> like what's put spread on Truth Social? Truth, truth, social. Social. truth social is the truth. E-R-O-O-T-H. Yeah. You can't oh, get the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is yeah. what it is. Uh, no, but no, this is a big, I, I think there's a big win, even if it is not, you know, a fully fleshed out. I think it's a big win for the New York cannabis industry especially the retailers out there who have been suffering um yeah big shout out to them for holding on through this and um hopefully uh they get their licensure and they get their crack at the uh at, at the new york industry as quickly and as painlessly as possible oh it's going to be painful well, they have Rico. To just burn all of that old product and just start new they're I not mean, i'm they're not going to do that. Those regulators view that as money in their coffers that have they haven't received yet. So why would they do? Why would they burn the money? So they're going to force people to buy old weed. hundred. They already have been. They already have been. All of that weed is all so old. Oh my god! I can't. It's it's like probably dustier than Colorado weed. Come on, Jason. Come on, Jason. Why it's you gotta true. Why you gotta bring Colorado into it's this? Colorado that, that's that that is the dust bowl of America right there for cannabis. That's not the Dust Bowl of America. You're crazy. That's the that's the hash that's the hash temple of America. Okay? That that, that part I, I agree with you on that part. But the weed is the weed is is the weed. It's the all weed, about the, the, spin, the environmental Jason. conditions for for the cannabis out there is just horrible. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna leave, let that lie. I'm gonna let the resting resting uh you know skeletons Rest, lie. Re- resting dogs yeah, lie. Uh-huh. I bet those dusty dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. You got anything Let's... left on this, Rico? Um. All right, all right. No. We're gonna go to a. Yeah, <laughs> you do have something. Okay. I do not. All right. On this one. All right. We're gonna go to a commercial. We're gonna be right back. Sick of the December cold? Then fly out to Miami in December for Terp Basil. December 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Presented by Sherbinsky's at Skatebird in Miami with ton sick of the december cold then fly out to miami in december for terp basil december 7th 8th 9th and 10th presented by sherbinsky's at skatebird in miami with tons of your favorite brands in attendance for this four-day event as well as high at night news as one of the media partners with live performances throughout the week by dead prez mayday visions band and washi fire so, do like the birds and fly south to Miami for Turk Basil this winter, December 7th through the 10th in Miami, Florida. Going to that, Jason? Miami, bro. I love Florida. Any excuse to go to Florida, I'm always for it. Any I love Florida. to go to Mar-a-Lago once again. You know it, baby. Hometown. We're going to go have lunch, you know, get some season. lobster rolls. You. you know what I mean? They miss you. Yes. Get us state secrets. <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been calling all day long. They have been calling. Up next, he's the Mar-a-Lago man of the hour. <laughs> yes. Cannabis industry's longest continuously operating retailer, known for smoking the best weed in the world. It's Jason Beck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, good morning, Rico. Man, do I have a story for you guys today? This is a humdinger, and I wish that this story actually had a video to go with it because, man, you're going to want to see what is going on in this story. Because an airport shootout erupts when men are trying to rob a marijuana traffickers in South Carolina, the feds say. Oh, boy. 
Unsuccessful attempts by two men to rob marijuana traffickers of weed at South Carolina Airport resulted in a shootout erupting inside a parking garage, according to federal prosecutors. Now, one of the accused robbers, 21-year-old Kendrick Navid Corbin of Columbia, is going to prison over the other man. Over, over. The other man was sentenced to 20 years in prison in September. The U.S. Army's Office of the Southern District of South Carolina announced in a November 27th news release, when two marijuana traffickers arrived from Los Angeles with suitcases packed with weed at Greensville Spartanburg International Airport on January 25th, 2022, Corbin and Dequadri Kendrick Razor were waiting outside, armed with pistols and ready to rob them, prosecutors said <coughs> excuse me after the accused drug trafficking drug traffickers were picked up by associates in a Dodge Challenger they headed to an airport parking garage to put some of the marijuana into another car according to prosecutors that's when Corbin and Razor appeared with pistols and a, and a gun battle broke out leaving parked cars blasted with bullets and one trafficker with life-threatening industry injuries Prosecutors said when the accused drug traffickers fired back at, after one was shot, Corbin and Razor ran off without the marijuana they tried to steal, according to the prosecutors. And that's just stupid. Then the man driving the Dodge Challenger, Joe Andre Collier, drove after Corbin and Razor and fired at them as they tried leaving the parking garage. Prosecutors said a woman in her car became struck behind Razor and Corbin as Collier fired at them, according to prosecutors who said his gunfire struck a nearby ticket kiosk. Razor and Corbin escaped, escaped Collier and headed to Columbia before their arrest. Uh, prosecutors said the men sentences a, a judge sentenced Corbin to 19 years and three months in prison in connection with the shootout. The attorney's office said in the release and his sentencing comes after Corbin pleaded guilty to the armed robbery conspiracy to distribute marijuana and possessing and discharging a firearm in furtherance of drug trafficking crimes, according to the state's attorney general's office. Uh, McClathley uh, news uh, reached Corbin's defense attorney, Ward Benjamin McCallan Jr., and Razor's defense attorney, Andrew Alexander Roslin Stalvey, for comment on November 27th and did not receive immediate responses. When officers responded to the shootout, they encountered Collier, who, who prosecutors said had the suitcases of marijuana and two pistols inside his vehicle. Meanwhile, the trafficker, struck by the gunfire, was taken to a hospital and survived, prosecutors said. Collier was sentenced to five months and eight month, uh, five five years and eight months in prison in September on charges of conspiring to distribute marijuana, being a felon in possession of a firearm, and discharging a firearm uh, in furtherance of drug trafficking, according to the attorney general's office. McClathy News contacted uh, all of them for all of this and da 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 da. And then, after considerable investigation, the FBI identified Corbin as the second shooter. Uh, the 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 release says, and Corbin was arrested in January at Greensville Spartanburg International Airport, where he and another man, both armed, were having a suitcase of marijuana delivered. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. This is sounds like the wild wild west on the East Coast, or as everyone on the East Coast likes to call it, the Beast Coast. And it sounds like these guys were trying to ro hoist some beasters and were unsuccessful. What do you guys think? This is Jason Beck for the High at Nine News.
I was like, guns okay. don't kill people. Weed kills people. <laughs> I, I think the so, guns, guns yeah. kill them. Yeah. Okay, what is going on in South Carolina? First of all, like, so so the traffickers got through the airport with the weed? Traffickers got then, through the airport, no problem. They they pull out into the parking lot. The, the, guy, the guys are following them. They start a shootout in the parking garage when they're trying to put the bags from one car into another car, and boom. What's the rule? Don't commit more than one felony at a time? Is that don't, don't, don't break more than one law at a time is supposed to be the rule, Saman. But, Don't uh, commit two felonies, three felonies, or one felony, guys. Just but one the, at a time. these guys should be on America's Dumbest Criminals because these guys did a whole shootout and actually shot somebody, shot a couple people, and didn't even get the bag of weed. <laughs> it's that, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. That desperation sets in. It's kind of happening everywhere. We're here. The plan to rob them at the airport where there's more security than if you, I'm sure you just follow them to their house. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, you could have, you could have, yeah, yeah, you know, who knows? They might not have had enough gas to drive that far. It's, you know, things are spread out out there. There's plenty of gas in West Virginia. It's South Carolina. South Carolina, bro. Same thing. God, here we go. Here we, here we go. Yeah, but if you're following somebody, you're not going to be able to stop at a gas station and continue to follow them, Rico. Yeah, South South Carolina is wild, man. You fill up before you go make the robbery. You I mean, you're supposed to be on a, five dollars worth of gas in your car so that you can complete the robbery to get the package to secure the load. But Yo, guys, get the pen and pad out. Nicole is laying it out for you right now. Okay, take and notes. Right. At the airport. You have some. Ex- you have some experience in this. Don't start a shootout at the so, airport. So, so was it was uh, was it confirmed that it was their car? Well, I'm pretty sure that it was all rental cars. I mean, well, this is what I'm saying. If it was like a getaway car, maybe they they jacked the car from somebody, and they, you know they jacked the wrong there, car. There, there, there is no mention of a carjacking in this statement, and I believe that that they would have because they pretty much threw everything else in there. You know, you know, as I'm saying, maybe, like, may, maybe, 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 maybe it was, it was the, already on E. Maybe it was like the it was the trapper girl girl who lived in South Carolina that they were going to go and post up at her house and trap out of. Maybe it was her car. Could be. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Look at Nicole shaking yeah. her head. Yeah. Nicole shaking yeah. her head. <laughs> this is bad planning all the way around, and they deserve to get caught. That's it. They planned, they planned I'm done. to fail. The story, I'm over it. Planned to fail. Nicole, yeah. Nicole is over. As you're assuming that criminals are smart. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. I guess we can just Same. say the ones that don't get That's caught the are the smart ones, right, caught. Todd? Are the smart ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on on that, we're going to keep this train rolling. We're going to roll right in to Mr. Todd Denkin. He is the founder of Digipath Labs, as well as the Smuggleverse, where you can get all of your cannabis NFTs from. Are people still buying NFTs, Todd? Apparently they are because the Smuggleverse is on and popping (laughs) with all of your digital dank. That's right. It is none other than Mr. Todd Denkin. Dank in. You see what I did there? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And it's your real name, too. It is your real name. It is my real name. Yes. (laughs) Didn't even change it to green. (laughs) Or Kush. What about brown? Or, well. (laughs) Not brown. (laughs) Um, So my story is a little silly about what's happening in Vermont. Concerned neighbors complain about ducks working on a Vermont cannabis farm. 
People don't have anything else to complain about. There's reportedly a small but notable kerfuffle. I just love saying that word. Taking place in a small Vermont, Vermont town surrounding one man, his weed farm, over two dozen ducks being used to fertilize the plants. Vermont cannabis farmer has attracted some unwanted attention from his community and neighbors to some unconventional employees on his cannabis farm. Pretty ducks of all shapes, sizes, and breeds. Sin Struthers of Essex Junction, Vermont, grows 100 licensed cannabis plants at his property, uses duck manure to fertilize those plants. After he bought them to use as meat, opted to let them hang out a while instead. Struthers said, I actually bought the ducks initially to use them as meat. I became too attached to them too quickly. Didn't want to slaughter them all. And I was also very new to the process and didn't really understand it. I just incorporated it into a permaculture. There's told high times that duck manure is more useful to him than other fertilizer options because of the speed at which it's ready to use in his garden. He said this came in handy, particularly during COVID-19 pandemic, when supplies across all economic sectors were scarce and highly inflated. He said, I have created duck permaculture. Duck manure is one of the few that can be added directly to the gardens without compositing or fermentation been able to create the vast majority of my organic fertilizer needs with the ducks. In COVID, or organic fertilizers, everything actually, were scarce and extremely expensive. I was able to avoid all that with my ducks. There's has over seven varieties of ducks now, and his cannabis farm appears to be running strong. However, some of his neighboring community members have voiced their concerns both to Struthers and to community leaders about both the smell of the cannabis and the sound of the ducks. I think it would be the other way around. I have ducks of several different varieties. Pekin, Muscovy, Khaki Campbell, Cayuga, Poofy Heads, Swedish Blue, and hybrids of each. My neighbors want me to move because they are very sensitive to the smell and sound. I don't like my cannabis or my ducks. A Struthers Cannabis Farm is in a bit of a gray area because you're technically not allowed to have a farm in his neighborhood. Struthers lives in an R1 zone, which does not allow for farms, but his cannabis cultivation license originally protected him from having to relocate his ducks in a ruling by the Essex Junction Development Review Board. However, the Vermont Agency of Agriculture officially designated Struthers' property a farm in May of this year, which caused the review board to reverse their decision during a review of the case in September. They told Struthers he could keep his cannabis plants. The ducks had to go. Of Struthers' neighbors, who is currently involved in litigation against Struthers and his mallard companions, that Struthers' cannabis farm has made life rather unpleasant for those living around him. It really impacts us, just not being able to enjoy our outside, you know, our lot. We can enjoy the inside, mostly, but if we go outside, then we're subject to the smells and the noises. Struthers and Padnos reported, uh, reportedly filed appeals in response to the review board's decision. Just filed an appeal to keep his ducks. Padnos filed an appeal to make Struthers move his cannabis farm and ducks away somewhere else entirely. Struthers has not given up on his ducks yet. According to MyNBC5, the process of going through both appeals in court could take months until the fate of the ducks and the weed has been decided. However, the court could decide to fine Struthers as much as $200 a day while the proceedings take place if he opts to keep his ducks. 
H270 was specifically tailored to protect people like me from municipalities like the city of Essex Junction. They cannot make me stop cannabis farming unless the legislation is changed, they said. Also added, the city council recently drafted a letter to representatives asking to do just that. We'll be writing the same legislators, asking them to maintain the protections of Bill H270 provides to small cultivators to strengthen them. Uh, that's what's happening in Vermont. There is a ducking problem, and uh, I just think it's silly that it even made the news. It's a typical case of, oh, shitty neighbors, right? People just can't mind their own business. And they got to get all up in yours. <laughs> I mean, this is when Blame you just, about the smell of weed. What the fuck is that? Right. This, this is when you just when you just say what the duck. Well ah, fed. That's right. Yes. Well fed weed plants. That's what they're complaining about. Naturally fed weed plants, like the most authentic way. And they're complaining. Shame. Shame on them. I know. I thought they were all environmentalists out there, especially in Essex Junction. <laughs> I guess not all of them. Just saying, what's wrong with the do, environmentalism? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Simon, do, do we know that 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 duck poo is higher nutrient value than like maybe like bat poo for cannabis plants? Oh, you're on mute, Simon. We, we can't hear you. You're on mute. You're on mute, Simon. Simon, you're on mute. Uh, okay, there sorry about that. So you know, bag one is good, but it's actually you know it's toxic when it's like fresh. You know, I think you have to process bag one to make it. Um, to bring the nutrient richness to whatever you're trying to use it with, but I will say that um, well, you, you, said, know, you said back, you said back guano, yeah, back guano is actually like if you like if, shit that COVID if, came if, from? if humans interact oh, with it fresh, no. uh, toxic. Mm. So are you saying are you saying it's kind of like Kobe beef, how it has to be massaged and curated in order for oh, it that's to kick? Weird. That's weird, bro. You poo massager now? Come on, bro. All right, no. Here's, here's, Here's the re here's the thing about duck. Here's the thing about like just animal, you know, excrement in general. It's like really, Which you know, it's, the best it's, it's a you're able to use that uh, in in feeds and stuff because of all the nutrient denseness and the way that their enzymes break down these things like the grasses and the other, you know, organic fibers and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, duck poo fish poo um you've heard of that before in biodynamic farming but like yeah i mean i i think this this guy's you know on an on the next onto the next level um you know you have your coexisting animals and you know whatever on your farm helping to feed your weed plants i mean that's a beautiful world i want to live in that world don't you well, sustainable right it's perfect absolutely yeah. absolutely i think those guys are i think that guy's awesome i think that bernie sanders really needs to step in here help out his homie he needs to come out of the he needs to come out those red mittens and he needs to come to his guys defense over here i mean it is red mitten day i thought bernie sanders only wore blue mittens though no nah, he wears he just wears those cool crunchy mittens man cool crunchy mittens <laughs> rico rico you have a sound bite for us rico yeah man um duck shit bat shit no bird shit that's not what i'm talking Every, about you have you have the kind of shit you want you, you have the button. good for you no you have the button bro you have the button you know i am i am i, 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 know am once again, I do not take debit i, know, I do not take debit I, I am once again asking for your financial support <laughs> where where is it at rico where's the bernie oh, where's the want, bernie uh, sanders you said yeah. you like the butt where's the bernie sanders bro <laughs> oh you know what I'm, saying? You know. I'm not hearing it you gotta meme it up you know oh, you gotta well. meme it up for this 
You oh, weren't God. a fan of Bernie Sanders until. Um, well, I'm not a fan of socialism. I'm once again asking go. for your financial support. There we go. Yeah, now there we go. Now, are you happy? Yeah, now I feel like we can put this story to bed. We're going to go to a commercial. It happened quite as right quick as a, as a shit through a goose. Yes. Ah. Oh, boy. How's it going, guys? Saman Razani coming to you from Green Street here with Jason Beck smoking on the best weed in the world. Did you know that we have an audio-only version of our podcast available on Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Spotify? Tune in now and check it out. Stop whatever you're doing. Make sure you hit that like button. You know, you'll feel better about it. We'll feel better about it. And YouTube really appreciates it as well. Also, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed already. And as of January 1st, we are going to be moving the channel. Adam's going to throw the new channel link up into the chat. So then that way you guys can subscribe. But it's basically just Hyatt 9 News. It's just with a 9 spelled out instead of with the numerical version. We're going to build that channel up, get that channel monetized as well. And we will be having a lot of other content in the new year that's going to be coming on this channel as well. But nonetheless, also, all of the articles that we cover today, you can read on our website at www.hyatt9news.com. Make sure you go over there, set up yourself a little profile, and engage with us there, too. The Control Tower from Highly Educated has perfected the dab. Utilizing the concept of thin film evaporation, you can waste none of it and taste all of it. The micro texture of the SE pillar increases nucleation at elevated temperatures. And with the tower propelling at 2600 RPMs, it's certainly the most efficient dab experience to date. The Control Tower from Highly Educated. Yo, um, we definitely need a sound bite. Yo, uh, hold on, Simon. Yeah, hold on, because you know why? Because you are a dope dad with 15 years of industry experience and an award-winning solvent extraction pioneer, currently focused on helping menopausal women say hello. Hi, again. Kind of like um, that uh, light-skinned dude with the jerry curl. Simon Rosani. Oh, thank Ritchie. you. Lionel Richie's who I'm talking light skin, about. Light-skinned dude, uh, light dude with the jerry curl, that's, uh, that's not the exercise guy, right? No, there's a Lionel Richie, man. Come on, bro. That's I love you thought it was Richard Simmons? Are you serious? You guys are culturally insensitive. I, I see what I'm saying, Rico? I mean, I, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at the crayon uh, shades. Uh, I, I'm bet, just I bet. I bet. I bet. I <laughs> bet. This story, guys, is a doozy from your favorite dusty, crusty state in the Union, Colorado, my home state. Colorado from CBS News. Hey man, you know what? I'm just gonna go what you say, bro. I'm just I'm just gonna keep the narrative straight. Okay. All right, cool. CBS Colorado reports: Colorado researchers consider possibility of a, a reliable marijuana breathalyzer. Sounds like an oxymoron to me, guys. While there are technically marijuana breathalyzers on the market right now, neither researchers at the University of Colorado Boulder nor officials with the Colorado State Patrol believe they are good enough tools to actually help law enforcement determine if someone is under the influence and therefore not able to drive. Sergeant Roger Myers with the Colorado State Patrol said it simply, as an agency, we decided that it's not where we are going to go, he said. Cinnamon Bidwell, Associate Professor of Cognitive Science at CU Boulder, put it this way. 
the subjective tools that are used right now are not a good system for anyone. There is an eagerness to try and push forward and we are trying to work as fast as we can. That's why researchers are looking into the feasibility to actually create something that is reliable and a good tool. A new, study, a new study's initial report shows promise in terms of being able to garner more information scientifically and be, being able to use that data to help make enforcement on the road safe and fair. The key is being able to detect cannabis after someone has recently used. This is super important for public safety, the potential for roadside testing, but there are a lot of steps in this research pathway before we can establish whether a breathalyzer for cannabis will really be a viable tool for our public safety officers and moving forward for roadside testing, Bidwell says. Bidwell explained it's a natural progression to want to have similar testing devices for officers as they do for detecting in inebriation in alcohol. But, it, but it's like comparing apples to pine cones. With cannabis, the amount of the drug that stays in your body is very, very small. Almost like it's looking for a needle in a haystack, even in someone who, is, who uses quite a, quite a lot. It also stays in your system for longer, which provides difficulty trying to establish timeline. Alcohol is metabolized through the body really quickly. It doesn't stick around. If you're using high levels, it shows up in your breath, in your, in your blood, Bidwell says. Whereas if you're a regular user of cannabis, it sticks, it sticks around, it's stored in your fat, it is continuously metabolized in your body. So the meaning of having THC in your blood or biological tissue doesn't quite have the same meaning as alcohol. CSP, Colorado State Patrol, also admitted it's not where it would like to be concerning enforcement of marijuana. If we are more comfortable with cannabis, we would be better at our jobs, Meyer said. Aside from roadside testing for marijuana, Meyer said, uh, Meyer said making sure their troopers understand the effects of marijuana, including different versions of marijuana, what they can do to a driver is important. From the ground up, we are trying to learn about these new frontiers, Meyer said, what it is doing to people, how, it, how, it preparation, how the preparation affects people, if we think that, hey, someone who does an edible in this is the same as someone who's smoking a joint, we are lost. Bidwell agrees, Bidwell, I'm sorry, Bidwell agreed that there's little substantial data and there's a lot to learn in terms of getting a solid handle on enforcing laws surrounding marijuana and driving. It continues to surprise people in terms of the gaps, Bidwell said. The research has been really limited by the federal Schedule One status. Research has really been limited in this space. There's a lot of boxes to check and we are moving forward trying to check those boxes. So how soon could we see something? CU researchers say that there, they ex, there's not an expected timeline and that's kind of helpful considering they'll be able to determine if it's possible without having to worry about creating a product that does not live up to the standards they expect. Right now, they're just hopeful there will be, a, there will be some good that comes out of it and it is looking good so far, she said. Our research is initially saying, yes, we can do that breath collection after recent use. We can detect those cannabinoids and actually chemically quantify them in meaningful ways, Bidwell said. Then the next step is breaking it down to study people over time, comparing different products, what this looks like in an individual, and can we create meaningful thresholds like we have for alcohol? Everyone knows, 
0.08 BAC. We are several steps away from that for cannabis, but that is what we are looking, that's what we're looking forward to. And that uh, concludes this story by CBS. Guys, this has huge implications. We've, we've covered this many times before. It sounds like they're getting closer to determining a standard for uh, how this is initiated and how, and how they issue um, these, these kind of standards. So I'd love to hear from everyone in our audience and our esteemed panel. Uh, please let me know your thoughts, guys. I mean, <clears throat> so, so, so break this down. How, how, does, how does this metabolize THC with your body, Simon? Real well, fast. what they're saying, what they're actually saying is, so they're trying to do, and what they're, they're attempting to do is actually uh, to quantify the amount of cannabinoids that are still around, like in your mouth, like after you smoke. So that's going to be their determining factor. If you're smoking and but driving, now, but now from a science perspective, Simon, does that th- th- does that does that translate into impairment in like real real, uh, well, real that's, functionality? Well, that's yeah, doesn't mean that you're high. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, it's there's a, people that have higher tolerance for alcohol too, but it's you know when you're making when when the the law is creating a standard. I, I, they don't I, care. I know. I know the, the 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 law. The standard is going to be created for the the twenty percent of the population that that oh, have, have the lowest tolerance. There's arguments to be made. Uh, people have been acquitted from DUIs and DUI arrests for being you know intoxicated. I think that there's a lot to to come out of this. But initially, it's like you know there is the, what they're what they're saying that's good is that there's really no good way to tell if someone's impaired. Uh, from cannabis unless they have just currently smoked and that is the window that they're trying to establish as a timeline for usage and say hey this person is impaired because they've used it within this you know time frame uh before they drove and we could quantify that by a, a mouth swab or something yeah, but like is that. that is that only for smoking because what if you eat an edible it doesn't take exactly. effect until it takes the residue later. of the distillate in the I gummy see. off your mouth Precisely, precisely. Well, I mean, you know, it's like the cannabinoids are. The cannabinoids are no, it doesn't. It doesn't do that. Someone, come on. Well, if you're, and listen, it's like this. If you're, I mean, I, I'm not sure. That's the real answer. I'm not 100% sure um, if an edible is going to be, you know, uh, transmitted the same way in your buccal glands as the way that like smoke would be. But I would, I would, I would assume, I would assume that there's going to be some correlation. But I don't think. You know, it's the same. I think they're really looking at just smoking in this study. So who knows, though? We don't know all the facts. Um, Cinnamon Bidwell at CU. Look her up. Find her email. Email her. Let's find out more information. But they have to create some sort of measurement, right? They can't just say, we think you're high. Just like in blood alcohol level. Right. There's a measurement that they're that they're taking. They're saying, saying, Todd, that they're they're trying to test the i'm guessing saliva and that there's cannabinoids present in your saliva after you smoked recently what that window is i have no idea so you know i don't know if there's cannabinoids present in your saliva when you smoke weed well that's what they're that's what they go test some i'm gonna i'm gonna spit in a a, i I mean here we go in your breath in your saliva that's kind of the same thing right so i would assume that that's what they're actually referring to and what they're gonna use as their initial baseline but we'll we'll, we'll find out you know so yeah, colorado it's, it's, drivers it's just lame oh. it doesn't make any sense no, it's lame because oh. like you know half the people driving on colorado roads are probably burning down way so. more than half right everybody driving everyone driving in the mountains this winter just be careful and what, what happens what happens when that window's closed you know they're trying for the back door you gotta watch out <laughs> right. 
No, just keep keep Altoids in your car. You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Altoids, keep breath mints in your car, Tic Tacs. Just uh, the plastic. dumbest thing that they're, they're they're still trying to do this without actually creating well, some scientific method to measure. No, no offense to all our thin blue line homies out there, but let me tell you, cops aren't the smartest uh, bunch. Uh, so, you know. Oh, it's well, not even the cops that on. need to develop this stuff. We Some scientist in a lab we need to be yeah, giving defective tools. We, 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 we need to do a study. We need to hop to Nicole. We need to hop okay. to Nicole. Let's go. Yes. Coming up next, that's right. It's our purple-haired princess. She is purple plant magic herself, and you can also find her in Las Vegas, Nevada, and she's going to be out there representing with, that's right, Minorities for Marijuana. She's got a big party coming up out there in Vegas, so make sure you hit her up. That's right. It's another then Miss Nicole Buffon. Thank you so much, Jason, for the shout-out as well. We are excited about our party tomorrow. So, yes, if you're coming to Vegas... If you're in Vegas already, hit me up, Purple Plant Magic, um, and I can tell you all of the good stuff that's happening. But for today, I want to cover a story that's coming out of Minnesota. Um, there were some lawyers that made it very clear um, that if you are an immigrant or if you have maybe even legal alien status, um, it is probably not smart for you to be caught with cannabis or to use cannabis with the risk of being caught. Cannabis is legal for adults 21 and older to use and possess in Minnesota. However, it is illegal under federal law. And legal experts say the distinction is important for immigrants who are not yet U.S. citizens. Um, the policy director of the Immigrant Law Center of Minnesota said that an important distinction for anyone who is not a U.S. citizen, even if they have a green card or other types of legal immigration status. Cannabis is still a federally controlled substance, which means you could still face immigration consequences for any type of activity or possession of cannabis even though it's legal in Minnesota under Minnesota state law. Um, those consequences could include deportation. Um, she said that what makes this complex is that someone in Minnesota may possess a small amount of marijuana for personal use and not receive a criminal conviction under the new law. However, there are some immigration applications which ask, have you ever been committed of a criminal act for which you were not charged or convicted? And of course, those are applications under which somebody is swearing under penalty of perjury or under some sort of oath that they are telling the truth. So even if you didn't have a criminal case, there could be consequences if you don't answer that, that question truthfully. Um, they say often people, when they refer to whether something is a crime or not, they're not distinguishing between state law and federal law. So it's very rare, for instance, that people talk in that way. And so it can be confusing for attorneys as well um, and having to, to look at two different forms of law. Um, one common area, one area where is common, where this is common is when looking at conviction expungements. He says someone convicted in state court could get an expungement, but it may not make a difference on the federal level. And most people would think, well, if that's what the that's the way a state is dealing with, whether or not you have a conviction, then why would it be any different for Congress or the federal government? But unfortunately, it is very different for the federal government and especially in immigration law. Federal immigration law um, also makes no exceptions for medically prescribed marijuana or if someone worked at a dispensary. Um, however, uh, they say marijuana conviction does not automatically prevent someone from naturalization or cause someone to be deported, but the risks are greater for those who don't have citizenship. Um, she says, they say marijuana, I mean, Minnesota is still in early stages of marijuana legalization. Decker and many others in her field are keeping a close eye on how this will impact Minnesota's potential future citizens. 
Um, you know, I, my mom is not, a, um, she's a legal alien here in the United States. Um, she was born in Trinidad. And so when I first got into the cannabis industry, she was so nervous because she was applying for citizenship and wasn't sure if the work that I'm doing would affect that or any way if she's connected to cannabis. And so it's a real anxiety issue and challenge for people who are not U.S. citizens and understanding the law and making sure they abide by the law. But if your state has legalized cannabis, you are applying for citizenship of the United States, not for citizenship of an individual state. And so you have to abide by federal law. Um, so it's an interesting topic. I, um, For those of you out there that are listening that have loved ones that might not yet be a U.S. citizen or try and make sure that they understand the laws in their state um, because we wouldn't want anything to affect them becoming a legit citizen, paying their taxes and, and getting all the benefits of being a U.S. citizen um, and not having to risk being deported. So this is Nicole Buffon reporting for Hyatt 9 News. I have to run. I hate that I won't be able to stick around for comment, but... Um, you all hit me up if you are in Las Vegas. It's going to be a fun week. Mahalo, Nicole. Thank you so much, you soon, Nicole. Guys. We appreciate you very much. That's fun, yes. Nicole. I got a package for a great you. Great party. Away right now. Yes, I know. Thank you, Rico. Love you so much. Love you See y'all soon. So, so on, on, on Nicole's uh, a, a story, though, um, this, is, this is the same shit that uh, they're trying to hem up uh, Prince Harry on, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to see what follow, your immigration follow. status. Yeah. Smoking. Don't don't. Yeah. Don't get don't don't get caught with schedule one substances. If you do not have citizenship. That 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 is not Even if you do have citizenship. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's more drastic if you don't is what is all that I'm trying, of trying to say, Todd. Of course. Yeah. They don't they don't they do not care. Uh, fe 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 especially when it comes to federal agencies, federal agencies do not acknowledge any type of state, anything. So people just need to be aware of that um, and, and, and use caution. And, you know, you know, they're looking for looking for reasons to kick people out right now. Well, that they are. I don't know if they're necessarily looking for reasons. I think they got plenty of reasons. I'm just saying don't give them a reason. Just you know, another yes, reason. Exactly. Right. Don't don't yeah. don't don't give them the reason. Exactly. Yeah, pull you make, over. Sure you, make sure you're smoking uh, within the confines of your your host's uh, private areas. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Don't get caught. Mm -hmm. You got to smoke it in your private areas? Yeah. Oh, just, boy. Just oh, Todd, here? I see what you're trying to do there, Todd. Todd you know, see, see Todd, <laughs> that's, Todd that's comes, all from, the surprises, Todd comes from the era of uh, Bill Clinton politics. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Where smoking in private areas was made popular. Ah. Well, if you look at Todd's Instagram, you can always see him smoking a cigar in the hot tub. So, you know what I mean? That's, that's pretty true. Bill Clinton-ish to me. Yeah. Hey, uh, me and Bill, we're, we're like this. This is me over here. Yeah, me right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they didn't talk about they didn't talk about Epstein's second painting that had Todd Denkin in a dress. Oh God, oh, God, <laughs> jeez, 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 Louise. Just um, saying, terrible. Just saying. Yeah, I think I think I think I think we have one. I think we have one more uh, one more commercial, and we're gonna be right back. Let's do it. I'm Jason Beck, and this is Smoky Vanilla. And if you want to feel as good as I look then you need to get yourself a stretch and smoke with Smoky Vanilla. That's right, baby.
I'm Smokey Vanilla with my background in kinesiology. I'm a sports massage therapist and stretch coach. I focus mostly on athletes who have chronic pain or injury due to their sport, or the legends of the chronic in the game, baby. Oh, yeah, you know what it is. We just stretched, and now we're going to smoke, because you know what it is. That's right. I love intuitively creating a session based on the individual I'm working with. We'll go through a few assessments, look at the past health history, injury, or anything that's still affecting you today, and create a customized assessment just for you. Let's go. And we're back. Saman, you have a safe trip, brother. Thank you so much. For See you guys in Vegas. Trip. Much love. Yes, as all the cannabis people flock to Vegas. Later, guys. Yes. Weed week. Weed week in Vegas. You know, it's it's really nice not seeing that sign anymore when you drive into Vegas that's like any THC residue you will get arrested for and how they used to arrest you like for even just like a seed in your car. It's really nice when ah, you drive into Las Vegas and you don't have nice. to worry about that anymore. I will say that. Yeah, Coke was always okay, but uh, don't smoke any weed. Coke's still okay out there. I'm just saying. It's not that great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good good one, Rico. Good, good, good. Touche. 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 I have, I, have, I have one final story for us, you guys. Let's go. All right, Rico, you're, this, you're going to be like, holy, holy moly. Because New Hampshire Marijuana Commission fails to find consensus for a legalization policy. A state commission created to come up with a plan to legalize marijuana in New Hampshire has failed to find consensus on a proposal top lawmakers in both parties had hoped would provide a template for, leg for legalization. Instead, the commission will file a report that contemplates state-created franchises to sell adult-use cannabis under the control of the New Hampshire Liquor Commission without recommending the policy actually became law. In a quote, there is a clear majority saying we don't want to move this forward. Representative Tim Cahill, a Republican from Raymond, said uh, moments before the committee voted 7-2 to two, to to seven to two to issue the report the unexpected outcome followed a lengthy debate of procedure the the commission's role and what options lawmakers had when it came to recording the commission's judgment on its own report in a quote this is cheesy maneuvering representative susan homolina a republican from hollis said deep in the debate of the commission report that backers hope may still provide lawmakers with a model. She also says, trust me, someone is going to file something. Oh, excuse me, said uh, Senator Daryl Abbas, the Salem Republican who led the committee. And as drafted, the committee proposal would permit adults to buy adult-use cannabis through stores franchised by the New Hampshire Liquor Commission. The state would impose a 15% fee on 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 retail outlets gross uh, gross sales and revenue would be earmarked for tax relief law enforcement and mental and behavioral health issues the committee could not reach agreement on penalties for public use of marijuana or if the policy should trigger automatic uh annulments of past personal use marijuana infractions governor chris sununu who has generally opposed the legalization of cannabis but also called it inevitable, has signaled he could permit adult-use cannabis 
uh, to be legalized if its sales and uh, sales and marketing were tightly regulated by the Liquor Commission. But his desire for specific new controls, including a limit on political activity by franchise holders and a 15-store cap on cannabis outlets, were late-breaking wrinkles as the committee struggled to find agreement. In a quote, I can tell you from the point of view of the governor's office, we are adamant about that number, said David Mara, uh, Sununu's advisor on addiction and behavioral health. Citing free speech concerns, the committee quickly uh, scuttled Sununu's idea to limit political activity by people in the cannabis business, but did back the governor's proposed cap on stores over the uh, opposition of Paul Morissette, who lives in New Hampshire and is a partner of Maine-based East East Coast Cannabis. In a quote, you are not going to collect the tax you are projecting in 15 stores. You are setting up the Liquor Commission to fail, Morissette warned the commission. But by uh, by the by the meetings closed, the likelihood that New Hampshire will quickly join every other New England state in permitting adult use cannabis uh, f- for adult use purposes f- felt far off from the out from the onset Monday. The longtime participants in the debate were emphasizing that any work the commission completed would inevitably be revised by lawmakers anyway. And in a quote, this isn't going to end Republican Uh, Senator Tim Lang of Sanborn noted, we are just getting to the beginning of this. Well, 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 New Hampshire, New Hampshire, New Hampshire, state-run stores are talking about 15 of them. Interesting. What do you guys think about this? It looks like they're going exact opposite of uh, the direction we covered uh, earlier. Uh, This week was a yesterday's story. Mm -hmm. It says uh, they're trying to limit the number of people in cannabis uh, from actually having political affiliations or even uh, engaging in political conversations that, well, is that what's going on yeah here? well i think that was part of the curveball uh that 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 they that they were mentioning in regards to in regards to what happened during this committee hearing that's what it that sounds like make to sense me. every state wants to reinvent the wheel right, right? well right. i want to redo everything i mean it's kind of it's kind of like you know it's kind of like being a dog you know you just want to just go and mark your territory everywhere and have your own little individuality that that shows how we did it better here than there and da 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 and it's that becomes that their help, talking though? points it, it helps them yeah. because that becomes their talking point and things that they can put on their resume and like hey look what we did here and this is why we it's did al- it's it. always it's always it's always these republicans it's not always these Republicans. Those Republicans bro, they, they claim to the be cap. pro-business, claim to be stop pro this cap. and pro that, and then when they get in control and they get handed, I'll tell you uh, what they uh, are being is they're being they're being anti-freedom. They are being anti-freedom. Yeah, they, they messed it up before it even uh, gets off the ground. Yeah, they need to they need to look themselves in the mirror in regards with this because they are not about the people's liberty if they are trying to prohibit cannabis. They are not patriots. Well, who no. we, I, I, that's yet to be determined. Patriots. That's, that's yet to be determined. Patriots. They could just be politically posturing for the bargaining table, and when they already know it's, it's the inevitable end. Well, you know, if, if, that's, if that's how you guys want to take it now, uh, um, they still will not admit defeat, though, right? Never admit defeat because we're never defeated. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's just your perspective. So. Never yep. concede. Never concede. That's right. right? <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the citizens of New Hampshire um, get what they want out of this. And, you know, uh, maybe they can put up a uh, uh, since it's getting blocked as of right now. When is uh, Sununu up for uh, reelection? I think he is up for reelection because uh, in, in, he just he just got reelected in this previous election. So he would be in the next uh, 
the next uh, off election, off off year election. Well, maybe they can get some uh, support in, uh, in 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 both chambers. You know that uh, want to push this forward, want to be serious about it. You know if they want to be serious about. You know, getting some of that green gold. I'm not. You know? I, I'm not too hopefully optimistic. Uh, based on based off of this article, um, I I think what what New Hampshire would need is they would need a a voter referendum, uh, on the bill. I don't think they can really trust their legislature to do this actually properly. I think you're going to need some advocacy groups out there that want to put together right. a ballot measure in order to have it crafted, uh, properly, or else or else it's going to get screwed over by the government. No. I'm just trying to be cautiously optimistic, Jason. You, know, you want to be Mr. Pessimism all day long, you know? You just, you I'm just, stick with your negativity. I just, I just live in truth and reality. A truthiness. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to Truth and Reality, bro. It's been a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> truth and reality show. That's right. Featuring Jason That's Zach. right. I got, I got my little bottle of red pills, and here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here's you, the you truth. Got, you, you got anything I'll on this one, Todd? Uh, What's you got that? Anything on this one, Todd? Anything you want to add uh, to this one? Uh, you know, okay. look, I think that uh, politicians need to unpolitic themselves away from cannabis or yes. focus on legalizing it and make it what the people want, not what they want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pass laws yeah. and they say, well, wait a second. We didn't think it was going to pass. So we didn't make a plan yet. Yeah, that's Just, that's yeah. so, so backwards, crazy to me. But whatever, you know, it is politics. We're planning on it's the American part. way. Yeah. Poor planning on their part creates opportunity on our part, I feel. A big alcohol lobby, I guess, in New Hampshire. Big, big yeah. alcohol. And, and and the state controls all the sales because all the state, uh, the liquor stores are all the state. My my cousins in Vermont, they often tell me that they go to New Hampshire specifically to buy alcohol because it's so much cheaper there than actually buying it in, in Vermont. Hmm. I can see. Uh, I don't know I why they see. even have to get involved in the cannabis industry. That's my thing. Well, they're already yeah, involved because- in alcohol. It's just the same thing. It's just like yeah. Washington State. Washington State has state run From state Virginia. run liquor stores, and and they 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 run a portion of the of the cannabis. Like so, in like in Washington State, it's a third, a third, a third. So if you pay forty five dollars, the brand gets fifteen dollars, the store gets fifteen dollars, and the state gets fifteen dollars. That's how yeah, that man. works. Yeah, it's the same thing in Virginia. The ABC stores, man. Yep, can't buy liquor on Sundays, but you get moonshine yep. any time of day. Those people have <laughs> already <laughs> people have already accepted bigger government in those states in regards to those types of, types of things. So I don't I, I don't see why it's, it's out it's out of character for them to, to to do it in that state. I don't see it as being red out of character. States. What do you mean? Washington's a blue state. What are you talking about? Are you sure about that? Yeah, Washington is a blue state. Yes, through and through. Yeah. Yes. Have you so seen Seattle lately? Hardcore, I know so many hardcore Republicans in the state of Washington. They love their freedom out you there. You probably know all of them then, if that's the case. Yeah, I do. Because they're way outnumbered by crazy crazies out there. No, they're just the loudest. They're just the loudest ones, and uh, they're the ones that get the most uh, burned. But there's plenty of conservatives. So are you saying they have Washington. the mo- they have the most dead relatives, and when it comes to election time? Yeah, um, and they believe oh, in those, uh, <laughs> You're talking about election <laughs> fraud suddenly? Oh, my God. It's time to go. It's time to go. Election fraud. If we get another episode of High Nine News, you can catch us live weekdays, 9 a.m. Pacific, High Noon on the East Coast. Big shout out to our super fans showing love, getting their comments posted live on the big screen. To our live supporter audience and online supporters catching us across all media platforms, tuning in each day to the headlines of chaos, also known as the 
developing cannabis industry. To our vetted correspondent team tuning in from all over, bringing us much-needed variety of perspective and your respected opinions to the table. I know most of our people are out on their way to Vegas, and if you're not all the, uh, already there, make sure you guys uh, reach out to the Hyatt 9 News team while they are out in Vegas, and uh, get a soundbite or two in with them. Give them a big hug because they need it, and maybe a, a puff off of their J. Just don't give them COVID. Um, <laughs> to our production oh, team, Cloud Media Partners. <laughs> to our sponsors, keeping the lights on and our AV struggles to a minimum, and always Cannabis Sativa L, the reason we show up to read these stories every damn day. Thank you, too, baby girl. As it has been Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. The show's over. You've all been blessed with the top industry headlines. Hope it was enough for you to put in your pipe at least to smoke at least until tomorrow. I'm stumbling all over my words today. Todd Denkin, can you please take us out? Please. Yes, everybody please. coming to Vegas, please take care of my fine city. Being people. And uh, yeah. the roads are completely jacked up. So of F1. Still so from F1? Uh, so expect it to be any time on the road, but a really good time convention center at all the parties and uh, check out the uh, candy battle royale look for that candy battle royale i'm going to be speaking there talking about genetics and uh, a lot of fun stuff going on there but, uh, nice safe everybody everybody coming to vegas uh safe and don't get mad at the hot the roads also no. spend a lot of money a lot of money when you're here yeah lots of it lots of it